0: Hello and welcome to Care Insights with the Outstanding Society, a podcast created to share and celebrate best practice, help others to improve and learn more about the amazing career opportunities within social care. Zoe is joined today by Karen Pogson, who is the registered manager of Active Social Care Limited, an outstanding rated home care provider who operate in Kirklees, Calderdale and Bradford. So he is also joined by Rob Hargreaves, Information Service Manager from Skills for Care. Together, they discuss how to prepare for the changes to the CQC inspection process and suggest resources that may help.
1: Welcome, Rob Hargreaves and, and Karen Podgson from, um, from Skills for Care and Active Social Care Limited. Can I start by asking you, Rob, to tell us a bit about Skills for Care and your role within the organisation, please?
2: Yes, well, Skills Care, our kind of remit is um, providing advice around recruitment, um, development staff, development of managers for adult social care organisations in England. Um, I'm the Information Service Manager within the Skills of Care Employer Engagement Team, and I've been with Skills Care now about 10 years, uh, originally managing our national information team. But this role has extended uh, to managing our guidance and advice um, over the years to incorporate CQC inspection. And to be honest, the reason why we've kind of expanded into that area is because we were noticing an awful lot of new managers and newer services were particularly keen on um, what, um, what do we need to do to meet CQC inspection. So essentially what we felt was that we needed to sort of, you know, help providers a little bit more in this space um so over over the years essentially we've we've kind of built upon that original um guidance and advice into more practical tools and resources to help
1: fantastic thank you rob and karen can i ask you to to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about active social care please
3: Hello, I'm Karen Pogson and I'm the Registered Manager um, of Active Social Care. Um, I founded Active Social Care Limited in 2002. We offer supported living and day opportunity services to people who have physical and learning disability related support needs. This includes challenging behaviours and autism. In my roles of Registered Manager and Responsible Person, I lead a team of very talented colleagues to manage all operational compliance and financial aspects of the company. I'm privileged to chair the Kirklees Registered Managers Network and be part of the newly formed Kirklees Care Association. We are working hard to pool our expertise, learn and evolve together and advance partnership working with our health and community partners to provide the best possible health and social outcomes for people using services in our area. I love my work and seeing the difference we can make to the quality of people's lives.
1: Fantastic. Thank you, Karen. And I think it's fantastic that that you're you're leading on the care associations. uh, The local care associations do such fantastic work for, for providers. I'd like to say congratulations to you as well on being an outstanding provider. Can you tell me why you think changes to CQC inspection are important, please, Karen? I feel that change
3: was required to make the role of the regulator more relevant and effective in fulfilling the current agendas of integration, the needs and expectations of people using services, and the flexible approach to inspecting services to provide more accurate ratings. I like that the I statements have been co-produced with TLAP and people using the service. I think that this makes them more personalised and relevant. I also like that the we statements clarify what is expected of all providers in the system. I feel this offers clear vision and direction to the whole system Of what is required and how we should work together to achieve our common goal of delivering the best possible social and healthcare outcomes for everyone in our community that changes lives. I feel that the we statements provide a shared vocabulary across all services that can be used to continuously develop how we work together as well as challenge ourselves to understand the value of each constituent part of the system so that we can work together like a well-oiled machine and produce fantastic results for people.
1: Thank you, I I think that's lovely to have your views and it's it's so nice to hear positivity around it as well. If I can come back across to you, Rob, what is Skills for Care doing in preparation for the single assessment framework?
2: Well, we've been doing kind of a combination of things. So um, since the CQC announced their uh, new strategy in, in a, um, spring of 2021, I think it was, uh, we've been attending a lot of their uh, provider forums, contributing to consultations that began in in the summer of, of 2021 to shape this new framework. So uh, as with many providers and, and other organisations, we've been contributing to how things have been shaping up around those I, we statements, um, hopefully um, to ensure that, The CQC are are really focusing on on, on what's really valuable for the people who who need care and support. Uh, But it's very much been a a period of of transition, and I think there are uh, a lot of organisations very much looking to the future of of inspection now and what they'll need to demonstrate. So um, it was interesting in July of 2022 when the CQC published their single assessment framework. Um, And I think what, what they did then was they kind of presented the headline information Um, and since then um, it feels as if each month they're almost drip feeding more information and insight into what the new single assessment framework and associated practices are doing so we've been kind of looking at that and recognizing that there are some quite overarching changes that are happening, that, of course, the the key lines of inquiry are are being ceased uh, to be used and will be replaced by these new quality statements. Um, and, uh, And so really, how can we shape our existing products and resources that prove very popular um, to to align with the newer areas of focus. Uh, So our two key resources uh, that I think a lot of providers have have been using over recent years. uh, One's called the Go Online Inspection Toolkit, and about 5000 providers use that every every quarter. And we have got um, the Good and Outstanding Care Guide, which essentially is quite a comprehensive printed resource. Currently, it's only available to our Renewing Registered Manager members because we're going through this period of transition, but we're preparing a new version of it for release in 2023 once the CQC have finalised essentially all the changes that they're doing. Um, So what we've also done this year uh, is introduce three new e-learning modules. Um, One's focused on preparing for inspection and very much aimed at those who've never been through the inspection process before. um, we've got one around services who need to improve, who may have fallen below the CQC standards called Improving Your Rating. Um, but we know that there's also um, uh, continued um, demand, really, for understanding of what does outstanding care look like. So we've got one called Delivering Outstanding Care. And at the moment, all three of those modules are very lightly um, kind of cover how inspections change in, but we're holding back the sort of bigger changes until the CQC have sort of finalised those. So, again, at some point during 2023, when the CQC have truly kind of said, you know, here are what the changes are, are really going to be. And, and when they come and, and essentially uh, come into effect from, that's where those sorts of resources will be updated. Another um, area that we've been developing is two new seminars on preparing for your own rating and recovering after falling below CQC standards. And essentially, these um, half-day sessions, which bring managers together in a virtual environment to kind of discuss and meet with one another on these sorts of issues, um, include at this moment in time, some focus on the inspection changes, because we know one of the things that you'll need to do is be ready for when those uh, changes happen. But we'll be incorporating more as we go more and more into 2023, and we get closer to um, uh, closer to the changes coming into effect.
1: Fantastic. Thanks, Rob. And I know that your resources and your, your virtual events are, are absolutely fantastic for, for the managers out there, especially the new managers. And I think what's so good is that there are so many changes happening at the moment. Sometimes it is difficult for, for managers and their teams to keep up to date. So having the resources from Skills for Care ready to go when CQC make their announcements, I think is really valuable. Karen, could I come back across to you, please? Um, how are you? or how will you prepare for the new inspection changes um, and how will you guide your team through these as well well we've already started
3: changing our company systems to incorporate the i and we statements we are working with our clients families and staff to review and and make changes to our custom company systems and paperwork so that everyone has ownership of achieving the new standards and vision. We are trialing new quality feedback and supervision formats to check that people's experiences of using and working in the services reflect the standards. We are um, aligning our service audits and thinking about what audits are going to now be required. We are gathering evidence from our system partners to demonstrate how we are working together to pool knowledge and expertise, finding new ways of working and building honest and respectful relationships. The registered managers network are working in partnership with our our care association to set up some quality improvement workshops to start thinking about the new standards and, and finding ways to achieve those. So we're actually very busy at the moment trying to prepare for all the changes.
1: Fantastic. And I think there are some really valuable points there and really appreciate sharing what you're doing at the moment. And can I ask you, Rob, what are providers actually asking you about the changes at the moment?
2: I think well, from what we've been approached since July when they when they publish what they the quality statements they'll be looking at are. Um, I think the there's been some areas where providers are particularly interested. And probably it's the areas where they may be a little concerned that they haven't been asked on these uh, sorts of issues before, or or in a very limited way. And so essentially um, we've been asked to speak at events. We've been asked to kind of uh, share our advice around some subjects that maybe inspectors haven't really kind of focused too much on before. Um, Give examples, equity of access and outcomes. Workforce equality, diversity, and inclusion, workforce wellbeing, um, environmental sustainability, and some areas where they have always focused, but probably there's more increased focus, such as assessing needs, monitoring outcomes, and integrated care. And uh, essentially, although the CQC have very much presented the new single assessment framework as a streamlining of the earlier key lines of inquiry, I think for many providers that the feeling is well yes they've streamlined some elements of that and there's a lot of good um changes that have been introduced but there is truly some new areas of focus that we will need to be able to um, evidence and I suspect what what Karen and and the and the care association are doing there is exactly right to to be prepared to try and unpick what the CQC haven't done yet is actually published um details of what will differentiate good and outstanding um, services on those sorts of subject matters? Um, you know, they've they've alluded to the fact that there's going to be a new scoring system of how they'll decide whether services are good or outstanding, but not really kind of you know what sort of practice will make you achieve the higher score there versus the lower score.
1: Thank you, Rob. Um, From January, we're going to be starting to to do podcasts with with teams that have achieved an outstanding rating in picking out bits from their inspection, um, which actually really highlighted what they do to, to get there. Can I come back to you now, Karen, please? Are there any resources that your service uses that you find helps you and your team?
3: Well, ACTIVE have benefited um, over the years from using a wide range of skills for care resources to drive quality improvement within our service and within our registered managers network. Um, The resource that I personally use most is the Good and Outstanding Guide, as this helps me understand what Good and Outstanding looks like in each of the standards. I find the examples provided by other companies to be quite inspirational and has given us ideas of, of things that we could do in our service too. Um, as Rob's already alluded to, Skills for Care are now working on a similar guide for the new standards. And I'm sure you know that once this is developed, this will be really, really useful. Um, I've been part of the um, reference group that's had a look at the standards and I have found this useful. Um, I am looking forward to being able to use these with um, our register managers network when ready, because as Rob has, you know, rightly said, some of the areas are just going to need a little bit of thinking about and unpicking to understand what they mean and what evidence is going to be required to demonstrate that we are hitting these. So we are awaiting the release of uh, that resource with with anticipation.
1: Thank you, Karen. And I think what's so nice is that is that you're you're looking at um, inspiration from from other providers as well. And I think I think one thing that's come out of COVID is that people are are a lot more willing to to share what they've done and share best practice, which I think is absolutely fantastic. I think also the CQC, you know, they focus on learning from incidents, accidents, what can we do differently? But actually, um, in a recent inspection report, they mentioned um, organisations working with the Outstanding Society, sharing good news stories. So actually, they want to see providers looking at what other inspirational providers do. Can I just... um, Stay with you, Karen, change is always difficult and there's an increased pressure over winter. Is there one bit of advice that you would give providers to keep teams motivated over this time?
3: Absolutely. I would say be in it together, share the pressures and the difficulties, find solutions together, recognise and appreciate good work and those who go above and beyond. Be kind and help each other overcome any personal or work-related difficulties most of all, celebrate success.
1: Fantastic, thank you, Karen. And thank you for for everything that you and your team are doing at this difficult time. Rob, can I finish with you please? Um, With providers being incredibly busy, what would be one resource that they could focus on to assist them with navigating the changes that are coming?
2: Well, I think at this stage, probably, to be honest, the CQC's own website and their published information about the single assessment framework, like I said, every month they seem to be adding more content into that section of the CQC. So I'm sure the providers listening to this will be uh, on the mailing list with the CQC. And in all honesty, uh, that will tip you off to the changes that are coming. So you've, you're very short of time uh, over the winter period, um, but you know, keeping up to date with with uh, those changes via the CQC's own communications is, is crucial, really, uh, to know what's coming in and broadly when, because the CQC haven't tied themselves down to an exact date yet as to when all of this comes into effect. What we're doing, essentially, is we're developing this inspection toolkit at this moment in time. We feel that that probably will be ready for some sort of pilot or testing with providers possibly as early as mid February 2023 so it's it's quite likely that we might be looking via our connections with the Outstand, outstanding society with our connections through our own members of organizations who might want to see early access of this our hope then is to make some final refinements and probably get this out before the CQC changes come into effect. Um, reason being is we know, as Cameron was saying, you know, the importance of trying to build this up um, before essentially the inspector's potential could a- could arrive at your door. So uh, the hope is um that early spring we might be able to get the inspection toolkit, the free online resource available to the sector. Uh, probably follow it a little later in the year with the print resource, once we know the CQC have really locked down any changes they might be introducing.
1: Fantastic. I'd like to say a huge thank you to to Rob and Karen for for this episode of Care Insights. Lots of valuable insights and resources there. Many thanks. Thank Thank you. Thank you.
0: The Outstanding Society is a community interest company. It's free to join and is open to everyone. You don't need to have an outstanding rating to be a member.